Hey, it's Katie, and you're listening to How to Talk to Your Kids and What to Expect. All right. So I just checked when I put out the last podcast um, about being quiet, and it was three months ago. So (laughs) that was super depressing um, for me to have to, like, realize that it's taking me three months to figure that out and, like, come out of some kind of mama funk. Um... Although I did move in between and do a lot of other stuff. But anyway, three months. Okay. What have I learned? Mostly that I'm always wrong. And that my assumptions are in fact um, just that and not the truth. So been pretty embarrassed with myself. No big deal though. Whatever. (laughs) So... How does this apply to real life? Okay, so say one of the kids has been coming in and starts a story. I notice immediately I start cutting them off and being like, oh, that one by the whatever. And they're like, no, not that street, a different street. Oh, the one by the clubhouse or whatever. No, not that one. Anyways, what I'm doing is derailing the entire story. So um, that is what I have learned (laughs) from being quiet okay (laughs) I guess I do do that I derail um some other things are coming don't worry there's some humility bombs um so how what have I learned how have I stopped doing that okay so when a kid starts a story I have literally been playing a game with myself because I am so bored (laughs) with their conversations not to be funny um, that I am really focusing and really trying to be quiet. And so if I focus on being quiet, I'm less distracted on trying to figure their story out because I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, well, you know, because you have children, but their stories, whoa, just have so many details for no reason. Um, so they have been able to talk. What I have learned from them being able to talk is that if I could be quiet for just a second, they'll get around to exactly what the point of the story was. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck with that, guys. Good luck with that. Um, but what I've also noticed, um, and here comes the mean parts, because th- those were all for fun, and that is true, and I do derail conversations, and I do need to get much better about that, because the kids are trying to tell me something, and I'm super annoying. Um, and so I have learned that and I am trying to be better about that. And when I do that, when I'm quiet and I listen and I let other people talk, um, I get to see them in a way that I never got to see them before because I was too busy trying to kind of get it over with. So when you're quiet, um, some pretty cool things happen. First, you're really bored and you want to explode. Um, Then you start thinking about how boring the conversation is. Then you start to get notice how either excited or sad they are. And then you're like, oh no, I really should be paying attention to this. Um, Either excitement or sadness. Um, And then you continue watching and you start thinking, oh, I'm going to interrupt and talk shit about this person that hurt their feelings or... I really want to talk about how annoying that teacher was or, oh my God, no, they didn't or whatever it is um, that's upsetting or, oh no, I'm 
so sorry. Whatever it is you want to interject with, you don't. You hold it back. And then they end up either telling you how they totally solved their own problem, which makes you fall in love with them, which is great. Or they actually come to the part where they need your help and they're asking a certain question. That part is kind of hard to decode, though. Um, mostly it's just silence, I notice. Like, they just stop talking and just look at you instead of being like, what do you think I should do? They just stare at you. <laughs> so, <laughs> which, um, you know, they don't really know how to say, like, hey, what do you do about this? What do you, um, whatever. So that's when I started saying, what can I do? Which, whatever, I totally stole from my husband. He's a super smart, whatever. <laughs> Um, but that's where I say, what can I do? Um, and then they totally think they know, or something even better happened with Hank the other day and he solved his own problem. So, um, the swallowing my opinions is, okay, obviously it's difficult. Um, but when I do swallow them and when I am not a reactionary person, what happens to the children is that they're allowed to blossom and they haven't been cut off. They haven't been slammed down. They haven't been questioned constantly because I literally need to know every single fucking detail. <laughs> I want to be like, I'm totally there. I want to feel everything about this situation you were in. Which is <laughs> so true. I wish it wasn't. Ugh. So I've stopped asking um, a lot of questions during... But then after, instead of giving an opinion, oh, so difficult for me, I only ask questions. Like, um, here, uh, so since we're just talking in generalizations, I can kind of tell you that, um, Hank was on the playground the other day and some, he was having like a really fun time. And I think for the very first time that day, he was like really good at, um, whatever game they, oh, it's called wall ball. But, um, he was like finally good at it. Well, one of the kids came up and, like, threw the ball at Hank's head so hard, on purpose to be a jerk, whatever, that Hank's head flew back and hit the wall. Which sucks, man. That shit hurts. That's really, that sucks. Um, so Hank was plotting this kid's obvious, you know, revenge or whatever, or how he was going to get back at him in some way. Um, and he was super just, like, angry and fire-fueled. And my first reaction was to tell him that he was overreacting, which... <laughs> such a good idea obviously not a good idea um so I just stayed quiet and I just stayed kind of quiet and he just kept getting more and more upset and the whole time you know mom brain you're like worried about like oh my god what is wrong with you like this is not even normal levels of like irritation are you fucking kidding me right now you're so dramatic or whatever things that you're thinking because we're people whatever maybe I'm an asshole uh, you know that could happen um <laughs> I've been called worse <laughs> Um, anyways, instead of saying anything, I just stayed quiet and Hank was just continuing on and continuing on and continuing on until he noticed that nobody was talking and that I was quiet. Then he tried to say like, you don't even care. <coughs> Excuse me. And I said, I do care. I'm totally listening. I'm 100% listening. I'm just wondering what are you going to do tomorrow at recess when this happens again? Like, what are your plans? 
Um, to which he got like super defensive and really, really angry, obviously, because that's what we do when we don't know the answer. Hello, sorry. Gave him those jeans, don't know what to do. Um, so I just let him kind of just be like irrationally angry for a second. And then he came up with like two or three plans of how he was going to get out of this scenario. He was like, well, I could just hang out with my buds over here instead of playing wall ball. And I was like, cool, take the day off. That's hell yeah. Great idea. Give us some space. Um, and then he came up with another idea that I can't remember now because I'm trying to hold back a cough. Excuse me. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> oh yes. His other choice was to tattle, which is my least favorite. Um, and I was really having a hard time not giving opinions on tattling because, um, snitches are for stitches, um, and nobody likes to tattletale and that's what's up. And I, you know. Playground rules for life. <laughs> Shut up. Why are you tattling? <clears throat> so, also as someone who's been tattled to so much um, with five children, it just makes the adult not really care if you just keep tattling. So, anyways, what did all this lead to? Well, it led to a lot of different things. It led to me discovering that my children don't know how to do things. Uh, whose fault is that? Mine. So, <clears throat> here's what we're going to do. And how am I fixing that? Okay, so I started to notice <clears throat> we, well, okay, we just moved to a new place. So it's given me a lot of um, time to observe other parents in playground situations that are strangers to me and not be bogged down by like mom conversations. So um, I don't know if anybody knows what I'm talking about, but I'll just continue on. Maybe I'm an asshole or a monster. I don't know. When I go to the playground, um, I don't want to talk to other moms usually <clears throat> ever, but in this place now I'm new. So it's like, Oh, I need to make friends. So now every single, now I'm in like some weird dating thing where every single mother who walks by me and treats her kids with like respect or whatever. I'm like, yo, what's up? You available? You got some friends? You single? You ready to mingle? What's up? <laughs> I need friends, girl. What are you doing? And you seem like you're really nice to your kids. Okay? So you feel me. So I'm out in town and I'm now suddenly looking at other people and kind of listening to how they're talking to their kids. And <clears throat> it's uh, really disappointing. Um, and one thing in particular that tends to really start to get to me is that we talk at them, but not with them all the time. Um, I, I talk at Magnus um, sometimes, and I talk with Magnus sometimes. So <clears throat> there's always that, and we I don't want to, like, you know, I don't want to hate on other moms, but some of them just are, are super mean. I actually saw one grab a kid by the neck and start pulling him away, and I almost got involved, but, you know. Oh, Magnus is coming. Hold on, sorry. Okay, sorry, I had to open the lollipop, obviously. Um, okay, so one theme that I've been watching is, like, this attitude that I've been kind of calling, as a joke, like, a movie theater manager. Like, like picture some, like, 22-year-old asshole who totally thinks he's, like, smarter than everyone else working at the movie theater and, like, bossing around 17-year-olds. That's, like, the attitude and tone and I'm getting from everyone. Where it's just like, God, come on. What is wrong with you? How many times does somebody have to tell you? 
Um, and that's <sighs> awful. I don't like it. And I don't like to hear it. And I'm not even going to pretend I don't do it. I'm just telling you that I don't like to hear it. So, this thought got me kind of thinking about, like, <laughs> half-assed managerial and micromanaging and how... <clears throat> we can kind of do that when we're parenting microman. Oh, I, oh, I, I can. Um, and sometimes I'll even grab and wipe their faces before they've even dripped, you know, that kind of level of just nonstop micromanaging kind of care and oversee of every single solitary thing they do. Um, because we're obsessed with them, obviously. Duh. Um, and, what is this doing in long term? I'm trying to get to my end point, but I don't really know how I got there. It was like a lot of fucking just thinking about it, right? I'm just thinking about it and watching it. And I start to think about how I want to change my parenting style to, or at least add into it, training. So it's like, I've been looking at kids like they just showed up, right? First day on the job right out of the gate, they have no idea, right? You've been here, you've been at this job for however long, and you kind of know what they need to do and how they need to do it. So everybody trusts you. Hey, go show them the ropes, right? This is your trainee for life. Boom. You're going to show them how to be an adult. You're going to show them how to be a human being. You're going to teach them everything, what they can and can't eat, you know, what's poisonous, what's not. Um, but that's not what we do at all. Um, instead, we just think, oh, this is my person. And oh, I'm going to make it exactly how I want it. And it's going to be so cute. And it's going to do all these things. Um, so right away, we put those on our little trainee person. And then, you know, instead of saying this is how the coffee maker works, maybe we just bitch about Susan all the time. And why Susan's a shithead. That's not really the information they needed. Cool, cool. Workplace drama. We got it. But, you know, so <laughs> I think you're picking up what I'm putting down. In this metaphor, though, you can follow it literally forever and ever and ever all the way down. I've been playing with it in my mind, obviously. <laughs> but we're sending them along, expecting them to be able to do this job that we never actually showed them how to do. Instead, we, you know, did office gossip and we got really upset about office politics, maybe. Maybe we put our opinions on them of a person that now we could keep them from connecting with this special person just because you don't like your, you know, this, just because you don't like that person doesn't mean that person's not somebody that your child can learn from, et cetera, et cetera. I think you get it. We do all these things. I am, I'm, I'm including myself always, um, especially, <clears throat> and what we should be doing is saying, this is how you take care of teeth, right? This is how you take care of a body. This is how you organize things. This is how you can do the laundry here. This is how you pay bills correctly. This is how whatever. I mean, obviously these are stages and ages and whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, um, or maybe not so obviously, <laughs> I don't know, but everything age appropriate. Um, <clears throat> because it's really hard to be an adult. 
Um, and so this all folds back into Katie and, and always, right? Like, why can't you get this, Katie? Why can't, why isn't this come easy to you? And the answer is because I don't fucking know how to do it. <laughs> I don't fucking know how to do it. Um, nobody showed me how to fucking do it. Nobody cared to show me how to fucking do it. Um, and that's all right. I don't care now. Like that's, you know, you have to kind of do it yourself. Then do it yourself. Because um, your babies are important. And this is where I always go with the babies, right? Like, you have to fall on the sword all the time. And you have to sacrifice all the time. But um, it's a very high-stakes game that you're playing. You know, you could um, continue making certain decisions that lead down a path of children and generations of their children and their puppies all now living under your roof because you were able to make certain decisions but they weren't you know and now now you are taking care of them for life or you could go too far down a road to where they don't want to talk to you anymore or you can go too far down a road to where they are so engrossed in their work life they have no idea how to be fun blah 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 first of all if you have as many kids as me you can probably envision as many bad scenarios um well we don't have to we have criminals we have the world you guys get it right so adults <clears throat> don't always turn out great and one of the reasons that i think they don't turn out great is because uh our little trainees are being kind of molded instead of trained so what I've been, how have I been figuring this out and what does that look like in real life? <sighs> I'm getting yelled at a lot. So that's the what to expect part. So um, when someone has a problem and they're very frustrated, they want me to fix it. They want me to do it. Um, they bring up things to me. They want me to do it. Uh, I, oh, well, I was, you know, thinking I might want some new shoes. You want to go to the mall? You know, that sort of thing. So how do I get around that? I just don't answer. Or I make it their problem and I just keep asking them things like, well, what were your plans? How were you going to get there? Um, do you have money? <laughs> things like that. Um... Hank uh, recently screamed at me several times because he's got his very first chore uh, that matters. Like, usually he just helps out a little here and there or whatever. Yeah. And also, I'm late in the game. Thank you. I know. Um, <clears throat> but uh, he bitches about it every single day. Uh, and I never once help him when I see it's there. I almost always go to pick it up. And I'm like, don't do it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Um, he has to learn how to be a person. He has to learn how to do things. Um, he has to learn how to deal with assholes. Um, something that we can all benefit from is some kind of serious asshole class. If anybody knows one, I will sign up for it. <laughs> um, in, when they freak out on you um, and there's going to be some pushback because you're not doing what they want you're not immediately fixing the problem what is wrong with you you're disrupting the norm you're doing something they don't expect you to do so they're almost always going to 
depending on their level of assholery, they could like pout, they could just ignore you, they could cuss, they could be like, I, I hate you, you're the worst mom ever, you're ruining my life, why do you always do this to me, you know, whatever, blah, whatever it is, if you look at it as just part of a process, it will be a lot less painful, it's just a process, it's just their very first outburst that you just have to ride through, like kind of like a contraction, you just gotta breathe through that shit. And just wait for it to be over. Because eventually, we're all bored with throwing temper tantrums. I mean, try to throw a temper tantrum for longer than like three minutes and you'll pass out. So, let them just get pissed off. And let them say whatever mean, stupid shit they're going to say. Because when you stay calm and you stay quiet, they run through all these stages of almost like grief or whatever. But either way, if I was an old lady, I would just be like... He'll figure it out because they'll figure it out because they'll figure it out. Um, and so I learned all of this by being quiet. Oh my God, you guys, that's how much I talk. Um, but it has, it's been great. So the other day, um, slowly over time, the temper tantrums get better and smaller and quicker and then they fade away. And so that's what you kind of need to know. That these temper tantrums, whether you've got a 14-year-old girl, a 2-year-old boy who you're telling, no, you can't put your finger in the socket, etc., etc. Whatever the level of tantrum. For your kid, it could be throwing a milk cup. For your one kid, it could be punching. For Sorry. Sorry, mama. It's so hard. It could be biting. It could be anything. Whatever the fuck it is. Just breathe through it like a contraction and just wait it out. Because ultimately what you're teaching them is no matter how much you act this way, the answer is no. Um, you have to figure it out. You have to learn because eventually you're going to be an adult. We're on the job now, baby. It's my job to teach you how to be a person. And I'm on the job. And you're supposed to be doing what I say. And kind of that mentality um, not, not boss, but trainer. So when they ask you a question, first of all, in an age of Google, there should be really no reason why your kid can't have the answer right away to a question. Like that shit's easy. So when they ask you a question, it's very easy to give them the correct answer. It doesn't take that long. Um, and it makes them feel a little bit empowered. Um, I don't, <laughs> I just got so distracted with that shit. Anyways, <laughs> let's lock it back up Katie let's bring it back around okay okay sorry I got super distracted I had to take a minute to breathe and figure out what the fuck I was even talking about okay um how can I don't know how a way to say this that's not offensive but also listen to your trainee sometimes because also your trainee can't help who they got paired with um and so just because they are most of you they are not you they have a totally different personality um and sometimes being quiet has helped me see that I am the person who's holding someone back from reaching potential just because I was talking over them or talking for them or maybe pushing them in a direction that I thought was best for them. 
Um, when in reality, that's not even what they wanted at all. I was just talking because I thought that would be best. So, um, try to remember that your trainee also is there kind of trying to figure out how to do the job their own way as well. So it's a very complicated, like, relationship. And in that, I would also say give yourself some grace because it's really, really hard to have human-to-human relationships. It's really hard. Um, especially when you're so obsessed with them that you could watch them sleep or you squeak at the mere thought of their cute little baby feet, you know. So, um, with that, I wanted to kind of give you a phrase that can make them stop attacking you or when someone comes to you yelling, I can't get this, this stupid jacket off and the zipper is broken. Uh, I just went straight to three-year-old, but your, um, your problems will vary. <laughs> then I like to say, what have you tried yet? Because that really throws them for a loop. Because it just stops them right in their tracks. Because you know damn well as good as I do. They haven't tried shit. They just yelled, Mom, oh my God. So they haven't tried shit. So when you ask them, what have you tried yet? They have to either answer you, which is they haven't tried anything, and usually they won't do that because they have, like, this immense pride in themselves, so they would never do that. They would never tell you that. Or, or maybe it's just my kids, or they'll think of something and immediately do it. Um, sometimes they'll tell you, sometimes they won't tell you, whatever. Kids differ, obviously, widely, but um, that is one of my favorite phrases right now, and that is, what have you tried? yet. So, that being said, these phrases are for wielding a power, and that power was also on my mind in the most random re random way recently, and if you'll just bear with me, I will get through the story, but we are at a cookie place, and this little girl is in there. I say little girl because she's, like, very young. She was, like, 19, 20 max, and maybe even younger, honestly. I'm not sure. And she's in there with her boyfriend, and she's got this rockin' body. I mean, it is ridiculous. Her butt is a perfect upside-down heart shape, tiny waist, medium-sized boobs, everything going for her. Everything's great. Beautiful face, perfect hair. And she's wearing a half shirt. And she's standing there covering her belly, and she is so uncomfortable the entire time. Um, which I don't know. Yeah. Though I just wanted to tell her number one, you don't have to be that uncomfortable. You can wear whatever the fuck you want. But number two, the thing that just kept popping into my mind was watching her be so insecure when I know she wields all this power. She has so much power just with that body alone. And she, if she just stood up not to mention, like, her... I mean, she was clearly beautiful. She was smiling. She was trying so hard to be sweet. It was clear she was a nice person. I mean, there's no vibe, no vibe off of her but um, that was bad. But she was so insecure. And she just, like, was hiding herself. And the whole time, I just wanted to be like, Girl, uh, if I had that body, I would literally become the, wor the Earth's worst nightmare. Like, that, I would wield that power with such... <laughs> disregard for human feelings and life and I would have everything I wanted like I would just ah take it all girl you have it um 
I'm not even lying. I would be a monster if I had this girl's body, okay? I would certainly use it to get on some kind of yacht by now. So, I started thinking about this, and this is how my twisted mind works, but women in general have no idea. They have no idea they have that much power, and I'm not talking about bodies. I am now switching over to that much power over men and that much power over our households, our families, the babies. They're all looking at you. You're the most important person in the house. It fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. But you have to wield that power. Like, if you don't... It's chaos. The, nobody really understands. Nothing's really getting done. Everything kind of falls by the wayside. You have all of this beautiful power inside of you to become the best possible trainer at life that you can be just by trying to do it yourself. Just by keeping your fucking mouth shut, really. Just by keeping your opinions to yourself. I I cannot stress that enough. Well, maybe your opinions aren't as shitty as mine. <laughs> but, you know, mine are shitty. So, I, you know, this is maybe how I have to use my power. But maybe you can wield your power in a different way. Maybe, maybe you do something that you'd like to stop doing. Um, but mine is hurtful just speech and words. And just mostly attitude. Um, because if I'm angry... I'm angry, man. I'm fucking angry. If I'm happy, everyone else should be happy. We should be having a great time. Um, and so it, can, it kind of works in a negative way, too, when I'm really, really happy and I'm having a great time. How dare you have feelings, right, um, that are not happy and great? So those are things that I'm working on. Um, and I'm wielding that power. I'm holding that power. And I am quietly supporting everyone with that power and that is what has got me around to feeling good again and so <laughs> that was a long time to say all of that but I want you to hear it in case you also need to come around to that you wield all of the power you are like that little girl who doesn't see that everyone else thinks she's wonderful and they all look at her like whoa what the fuck um, in this case, I was like, damn, girl, I wish my booty looked like that. You're amazing. Live your life. Oh, get that cookie. Get the, get the double frosting one. So good. Fucking eat it in your bathing suit. God. <laughs> you know, and uh, your mom, your brothers, your sisters, your husband, the people who love you. They can see that. They they are me looking at you and your beautiful heart-shaped booty. And they support you and they are there for you and they see that you also have that power. So stand up. Wield that power. Don't worry about what anybody else is saying. Don't worry about, you know, massively shoving in Mandarin lessons, piano lessons, soccer lessons, ballet. Don't worry about what the coach thinks about them. Don't worry about all of these external things. And focus only on how to make this little human being a happy person. Because at the end of the day, they have to be the kind of person who can take care of themselves emotionally 
and physically and financially because that's what you want. So that's what we should be working on financially, physically, and mentally. Everything else comes with that. So when we're happy, when we've got all the tools, when we do show up to a job and we've been so thoroughly trained that our first day out feels like it's a breeze, then we know that we've done every, then we, that we've been trained correctly, right? We've been trained to do our job. Um, if we get thrown out there without any, uh, formal training in organized fashion or, or anyway, it's fucking chaos. It's fucking chaos. Cause we have no fucking idea. And we forgot anyways, cause we weren't paying attention cause it was disorganized. <laughs> so, um, so I want to leave you with that, that now I am quietly using my power to see them to see who they are and kind of manipulate them into doing stuff for themselves um which <laughs> sounds so fucked up but i am i am i am i'm manipulating them into what i know that they are capable of and into doing their own things and training themselves because ultimately we want them to go on to be able to take care of themselves and the other little beautiful people that pop up to them into the universe. And, um, anyway, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, you know, still having bummed out days and I still have like sticky hair with like a bathrobe and shit on some days, but that's okay too. So, um, I just want anybody hearing this to know that. But um, things are looking up and the way that they look up is if you continually look inside and work on the things that you know for a fact um, you can work on because that's all we can ever do. We can't really change anything else. We can't influence anything else um, unless we've mastered it ourselves. Blah, blah. You guys know. You guys know. But um, in all reality, our little peeps are watching us and they're the fucking boost. And that's what we're doing. So talk to them, be clear with them, be quiet when they're talking and listen to their feelings, even when they're lame, and especially keep negative comments to ourselves. This is me talking to myself. So I love you out there, anybody who's listening. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. You can email me anytime at uneducatedhousewife.com at gmail.com and I hope you're out there just kicking ass. Bye.